We have goals, don't we? Oh, big dreams, big schemes. Like I decide I'm going to do a thing. I got a goal. I got an idea and I'm, I'm going to start. So I do the thing. Monday, I do the thing. Tuesday, I do the thing again. Kick ass. And then Wednesday, I don't do the thing. Then Thursday, I forgot that I'm even doing a thing. And then Friday, I'm suddenly reminded of what a lazy, worthless, hopeless loser I am. Oh, what a neat pattern. God, you guys want to talk about consistency? are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD and comorbid depression symptoms. I'm your host, Russ Jones, author of Descending to the Top, believer that you can actually have a smile in your life despite this diagnosis. So let's make some sense out of this struggle. Let's learn some stuff. Let's laugh at some stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, here's some stuff. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. I said it. Welcome. I'm welcoming you. What's up, guys? Has it, this has been a week already. I can't believe it's been a week already. These weeks are flying by. They just keep jumping out at me. <laughs> I'm not ready for it. I just wrapped up a mega body doubling session in the forum. So shout out to you, Molly. Shout out to you, Jeff. We did two 45-minute work sessions back-to-back with a little break in between. And this is one of the many reasons why I love this forum. Okay, I cleaned my kitchen to a level I never would have cleaned my kitchen and the same with my bathroom. I would not have done that had I not done this body doubling session. Do you guys know what those are? Have you guys ever done body doubling stuff? It's the, they're super popular now for productivity. And they work great for ADHD. I fought against them forever. I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. And now I'm like, God, this is almost as good as timers in terms of ADHD strategies. It's really brilliant. It's super easy. This is how we do them in the in the forum. It's you basically connect via Zoom at a scheduled time. You shoot the shit for a couple of minutes because that's fun to do, and then we all declare what we're going to work on for the forty five minute session. And then I set a timer for forty five minutes, and then we all go on mute, turn the camera off if we need to or if we want to, and then we work on the things that we said we were going to work on. So in this case, for me, it was cleaning my kitchen. And then when the timer goes off, I unmute, uh, and then I let everyone know to come back. Then we talk about some stuff for a couple minutes. Like we talk about any insights or any issues. Usually we wrap up after that, but in this case, we then fired up another one. Molly had this idea because we were talking about cleaning uh, that we've been neglecting. And so we were like, let's have a mega body double sesh. Two 45-minute work sessions back to back. It was ambitious. Yeah. But we went for it, and forum member Jeff joined us, and it went awesome. And in between, I'll sometimes discuss some ADHD tools. Like in today's case, I was talking about uh, how I stay focused when I'm in a work session because distractions happen. So, for instance, I'm cleaning my kitchen, and I suddenly had this idea that, you know, I should clean out my pantry. Like everything's kind of like in random places. Like there's spaghetti sauce next to flour. Next, to, It's just random. So I was like, oh, you know what I should do? I should get in there and just really organize it, pull everything out and then put it back into a, in a good spot. And I was pulled to do that. So rather than get sidetracked and lose sight of the bigger kitchen cleaning, uh, I wrote that down in my bullet journal, organize pantry. And then I went back to cleaning the kitchen. So this is a great tool for staying on track. We we don't want to forget the great idea, the organizing the pantry, but we don't want to get sidetracked. Writing it down in your one notebook, like your one place where you capture your ideas and that for me, that's my bullet journal. You know, what would it be for you? 
And then you revisit that brilliant idea later and you can safely forget about it. That's the brilliant, the permission to forget. And there's no worry needed about like, oh, I got to do it now because I don't want to forget. Anywho, it was an amazing work session. I loved it. And uh, my environment is clean and I freaking love that. So we'll do more of those uh, mega ones next month. And then I'm going to sprinkle more short ones in there because these are effective. And for those of you guys that are still on the fence about the form, you you still have a couple of days to grab the free trial for the ADHD and depression uh, awareness month this October. I've set it up where you can have three free days uh, to the paid community. There's no credit card needed. Just go to the forum.adhdbigbrother.com, click to register uh, a new account. And I think it's the key icon if you're doing it from your mobile app and you use the invite code ADHD aware, all caps, one word, and that activates three days for free. Bing, bang, boom. And it'll remind you at the end when the trial's up. So you can explore, you can watch all the videos, you can download the resources, direct message me when you're in there, say hi, ask me any questions, meet other people who are getting their shit together. It's glorious. Oh, go for it. Today's big topic is consistency because I don't know about you guys, but I suck at it. But I'm going to make an effort at coming to terms with what successful consistency looks like to our type of school spaghetti. I think it's safe to say that a lot of us love, it's like we love that tracking. You guys do habit tracking? The idea of it is super cool. Like we habit track like champs. It gets really creative and fun to fill them all out. And it goes great for a couple of days. And then that cool fucking tracker starts to have a bunch of blank spaces because we didn't do the thing. Or maybe we forgot to fill in a couple of days and then we're thinking like, okay, maybe I can, God, I could backlog that. Like, did I do the meditation two days ago? Did I drink the water? Did I, I can't, oh, our perfect habit tracker's ruined. And we're like, I quit. I'm not going to do it anymore. Suddenly that habit tracker loses its excitement. It becomes a visual reminder of failure. You have failed at doing this thing perfectly and it just resonates as this incomplete Because it's not accurate now. It's not 100% accurate. We don't know if it's accurate because maybe I did the thing that one day and maybe I didn't. Oh, God, I can't even look at it. The ultimate goal for me is how can someone with my brain consistently do something that's not fun, that holds no interest and, you know, in some cases repels me greatly? How can I do that consistently? Because the way that my depressed brain thinks of it right now is like, oh, this is, is going to be the rest of my life. This sucks. Laundry never goes away. Dishes always get dirty. Why? Why can't everything stay clean? Taxes happen every single year. Oh, my God. I'm supposed to exercise 30 minutes every single day for my heart health? Why? Why is that? The reframe doesn't really exist in my head at the moment. Like thinking that the negative feelings about this thing will go away in time Once I start reaping the benefits, that thinking of putting in time for my longevity so that I can enjoy my RV dream life in my 50s, gaining more energy, increasing my self-esteem, get off my blood pressure medicine, be able to enjoy time with my grandchildren in the next decade if, if my kids have kids. It's this future stuff that does absolutely nothing to move me forward. And I think the issue with me is that I have to admit that future thinking doesn't motivate me into action in the present moment. Future thinking in its best use for me allows me to feel good and hopeful and inspired about potential. 
Oh my God. I can imagine myself in my RV. I can see what a perfectly fit and flexible me looks like. I can see self-esteem tastical me, but it doesn't currently move me into action now. I have this thought of being in the best shape of my life, even better than what I was in my 20s. It's doable. I know it's doable. I've known being fit. So I know on paper what it can feel like and what it does to my self-confidence, to my self-esteem, but it doesn't currently move me into action. So how can a person who can't find a way to give a shit still move their needle forward? You know, I'm not up for riding out my depression and waiting for a spark to move my needle forward. I have too much going on and too many things I want to do. The only way to get there really is to have some kind of consistent effort, right? I have to do a thing over and over and over again. There isn't one workout that lasts for six months. Like, hey, I did my 30-minute workout, and now I'm fit for the next six months, no matter what I do. God damn, how rad would that be? Oh, if only science could catch up. Quit dragging your feet on that one, science. Let's go. Consistency is really tough. And we can take it from the uh, book Atomic Habits. If you haven't read that, I'd recommend giving it a thwack. Just give yourself some grace. Knowing that just because you know about habit stacking or forming a habit, just because we know that we have the knowledge, we still have to find a way to consistently do a thing. And I know that I suck at that. There are some ingredients, though, that help me to have consistency. And I'm going to share those with you now. This isn't just a bitch fest, okay? This isn't just me. <laughs> this is a whole episode of me going, I can't be consistent. I quit. No, we're going we're gonna to get through this together. The first of these is specificity. We got to know what we're doing. If it's too vague, it's not going to happen. Or if it does happen, most likely, I'm guessing it happens really infrequently. Like the, I got to work out today. That's so damn vague for me. I don't know what I'm actually going to be doing. Am I walking? Am I running? Am I doing calisthenics? What does it look like? It's too much to think about. Vagueness means that I will push it aside for everything else until suddenly it becomes too late to do it or other things have become far too too important in comparison, or my energy will be depleted. So it just doesn't happen. The specificity in advance helps me to wrap my head around it. Currently, an example, I'm doing a daily yoga practice. I've been doing it for about a week because my back has been giving me some issues and I wanted to stretch it out. Uh, And a forum member had recommended this book months ago, and I just got around to really looking at it. It has an eight-week daily thing where you go through specific routine of poses, and it takes about 10 minutes total. And they're different each day, so it keeps it unique enough, and it's a specific journey. I'm not wondering what would be the right stretch to do for my back. This is a routine for tight backs and spines. It's specific, so I know exactly what I'm doing. And that makes it so much easier to get started. The second thing is to make this as serious as like going to work or as serious as the rock concert you're gonna, you're, you're not going to miss because that band never comes to town. We got to make sure we go. How can I create that level of importance to something that literally I could give zero shits about? And I will tell you, I have not been setting my workout times and that is 100% making it 100% harder for me to achieve with 100% consistency with working out. But I will tell you, that I know that when I have an appointment, if I have a client, let's say at 10 o'clock AM, I'm showing up at 9.55. I'm I'm there and I'm ready to go. How can we create appointments for ourselves that we hold to a level of importance equal to showing up to work on time or going to the doctors or having lunch with our friends? And I know that there's this ADHD 
proponent of great intentions, but always late, right? That's a different nut to crack for maybe a later episode. This is how, how do we do the thing? I'm fine with showing up 15 minutes late for my workout. How do we show up for the workout? You know, or this shitty thing that we're trying to form into a habit. When I set things to a scheduled time, I have a much better shot at getting them done. I can relate this all to my past week. Like uh, when I'm depressed, a lot of things that would actually help me are shelved. Literally the worst I could do for myself. But that's the beauty of depression, isn't it? So motivation is zapped for anything meaningful. There is pointlessness. There's hopelessness. But you know, I don't want to be like that. What I have to be careful of is losing my specificity and moving things from the clear to the vague or this from the specific to the broad. So if in the beginning, I'm like, okay, I go on a walk at 6.30 a.m. every morning, alarm is set. If things start to slip, I start to pull back from being specific. So then I go to, hey, I walk every day. My odds of going on that walk have just fallen. And then that gets even more vague to, I should walk every day. And then it's just an idea of like, maybe I will, maybe I won't. And then that even goes back farther until I haven't. And then the thought is, why am I still on blood pressure medicine and stuck in depression? And I need to get out of this place and start walking again. And now I'm back to needing to schedule a very specific time. Scheduling the thing helps me to keep on track. The final thing that I think I would mention is encourage you to consider the benefits of Remaining perpetually curious about yourself in as non-judgmental way as possible. We're trying to build consistency here, right? But it's something that I feel is a work in progress. It's not a, I'm consistent or I'm not consistent. You know, I don't care how the normies define it or, or how the, how we were. If you worked out every day for two weeks and then on Monday you didn't, be non-judgmentally curious. This is how you coach yourself. This, I wonder what got in the way. If you nail down what got in the way, I wonder what you could do tomorrow so that that thing doesn't get in the way. This is how we avoid going into that, well, I didn't work out, so my streak is over. I failed. I suck. Well, I may as well fall off the fucking wagon on drinking soda. I wasn't going to drink soda anymore, but you know what? Screw it. And soda ain't soda unless there's tortilla chips involved. So fuck it. You know what? Hey, you know what? Actually, it's Taco Tuesday. What do you mean it's Monday? I don't, well, okay, it's Taco Tuesday on a Monday. And now I'm going to upgrade from tacos to a big fat Maximus burrito. Fuck it. Maybe instead of that, we ask ourselves some questions like, okay, why did I miss the workout? Oh, maybe, you know, maybe I stayed up a little bit late the night before, so I was too tired. Okay, so what can I do? Or maybe we think, okay, it's too much effort to pack up and go to the gym. Okay, well, so then maybe there's a, an at-home workout that we could put together for the next time that that happens where I, I don't have that juice to go to the gym. We can make a stab at questions like, hey, what might get in the way of me doing my workout at the time I set? And really, some of this stuff might actually have to be worked out in hindsight. We missed the workout. It happened. So now how can I prevent that obstacle next time? This is our effort at creating consistency. The achievement of consistency isn't always the consistency of doing a thing. It's the consistency of being curious and iterating. It's always in service of moving our needle forward. Like I'm consistently getting back into things. I'm consistently trying. I fall off the wagon of my habits and my goals all the time. I'm consistently, though, getting back on the wagon with as little self-critical me bashing as possible. That is the whole be cool with yourself mantra. You know what I mean? So if you have an ideal version of yourself and you continually let yourself down, my challenge to you is to get curious and then try being consistent with trying. 
This might shock some people, but sometimes it'll take me a week or two just to get a thing going. The thing is that we have to keep trying. We have to stay curious, keep asking questions, keep trying shit out. What works one day, it won't work tomorrow. But if we stay curious, we can ask ourselves what that's all about. Does that help you guys out? I hope it. This is gold for me. I love this is the stuff that's really juicy for me. Alrighty, guys, that's going to do it for me. Does that, did that just help you out? I hope it's been helpful. Uh, if you have some follow-up questions, you can always feel free to reach me through the contact form on the website, ADHDbigbrother.com. You know I love hearing from you. And if you're ready to join the greatest goddamn community of ADHDers, all motivated to get their shit together, get your butt in the forum, okay? That's where it's going down. All right, with that, I hope you guys have a fantastic week, and I will talk to you later. Later.